Welcome to What the Bible Says, a Lugnuts Podcast Group production. Well, we are back after like two months. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been two months? It's been a while. It's been a hot ha- I know it's been I'm a while. Sure. But uh, anyways, everybody, welcome back to What the Bible Says. This is season two, episode 15. And to my front and left, we have Kenny. Nub. <laughs> okay. Then directly to my right, we have Nick. Say hi, Nick. It's good to have Nick here. It is. <laughs> I miss Good to Nick. see you, Nick. Yeah. It's good to have you back. Uh, then to my left, we got Aiden. Nub nub. The Ewok, apparently. <laughs> and then, last but not least, well, I didn't introduce myself. <clears throat> I'm Josiah. And then, last but not least, Steve. So I'm never culturally up on what does nub mean. Is there an explanation for this joke? There's not much of one. It's kind of a thing that Kenny and I came up with in okay. the sound booth. All right. I just yeah. went with it. I don't know what I didn't know what it meant either. So I didn't know whether it was like, okay, is it? I know Nub so Nub is an Ewok. It's just mindless chatter that yeah, it's, goes yeah. on between us. All right. When you All put right. us in the sound booth, it, the conversations get interesting. All right. Nice. I have something to say really quick. All right. Go ahead. Nub, um, nub. I, so I was going to plug this, but we don't need to plug it, but it needs to be addressed. We have a new website. Um, check us out the lugnutspodcastgroup.com it's officially unveiled you're welcome doesn't it have mug shots this time too uh, it does and those mug shots are going to be updated to something more professional <laughs> <laughs> like actual mug shots probably I, I can't confirm or deny that statement so whatever you guys want to assume you go right on ahead you'll Any, find out anyway but Take it away, throw it Steve. back over to Steve. So uh, <laughs> I've had this this um, study in my mind for about, I don't know, two months. <clears throat> Been rolling around. So uh, I'm at Speedway, and it's about a month ago. And I come walking in, and it's kind of funny anymore. The older you get, how you look at other people, go, oh, there's this old guy. And I go, what do people think about me? There's this old guy. So I'm calling this old guy. And he is looking just to get a cup of coffee. Well, coffee anymore, when you walk in to Speedway or whatever, there's about a thousand buttons to push and all kinds of just different flavors and creamers and blah, 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 whatever. And he's just standing there, just looking at it. Yeah, I'm being patient. I got no place to go. And he turns and he looks at me. I don't know who this guy is. He goes, what happened to the good old days? So you just walk up and grab a pot of coffee and get a cup and just get some coffee and just move on. And I go, yeah, I mean, choices are nice. I get that. But with choices, this life just gets complicated. The more choices that we have. And I'm saying choices are bad. So uh, let's do a little sports uh, analogy here. Uh, chime in if you know the answer to this question. What are some of the new rules Baseball. Can you just give us one? Don't take them all. Uh, let, let Josiah and uh, Aiden so, play. Um, I'll do the pitch clock. There's a pitch clock. You have 15 <clears throat> seconds uh, from the time that you get the ball back from the catcher to pitch the ball. 
Um, with that, the batter then has till eight seconds to get ready in the batter's box. Okay. Now, in our wildest imaginations, when we were playing Little League, <laughs> did we ever think it was going to come to that? No. Probably no. not. All right. You guys, anything else over here? Have you heard about the new rules on baseball, Aiden? The only rule that I can think of off the top of my head, and I don't know if this is new because I don't really watch baseball. I know that... I read somewhere that if you were ambidextrous, you had to call which hand you were using and stick with it because they were running into, they had one pitcher who could pitch with either hand. So (laughs) he would switch hands and the batter would switch which side he was on. And then the pitcher would go back and and they did this for like a minute or so, just back and forth (laughs) until finally somebody was just like, wait a timeout. What is going on? Right. What is going on? <laughs> I hadn't heard about that, but I, I have seen that happen before. So yeah, decide. so then they made it. Yeah. Anything else you remember? Uh, I don't know how big a baseball I, fan I you are. I do not follow sports that closely to know. No problem. All right. So back to you, Kenny. What are, what are some other uh, um rules? So um, before this year, um, you could shift on defense, meaning you could take your shortstop and move him in between first and second and then shift the outfield over if someone was hitting towards that area of the field. Likewise, you can move the uh, second baseman over a little bit more to play on the right field side if someone was hitting over there. Now you cannot do that. You are allowed one shift per batter, um, and you have to use it right. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you've wasted it. Right. I understand nothing of what you just said. Basically, what it's talking about is you got a guy that hits the right field all the time. You take all your players on defense and move them all over there. Ah. You're basically leaving this whole side of the infield of the field open, betting because that's all this guy does. He's just a pull hitter that he's just going to hit it that direction. And you've now overloaded that and put a whole bunch of people. See, if I was a really good batter, then I would just start doing that on purpose and then just start shooting them all on the other right. side. Right, <laughs> right. And so that's so, and we won't go there, you know, because that's not the point. Of this is not sports talk radio, but that's no one. And uh, this is the one I found interesting is that you can only do a pickoff move uh, to first twice. Yep. And after you do that, it's a balk. Then, yeah, you, you, you know, the guy can either steal or it's a balk. And so all that to say. Uh, like if the guy's on first, you can only you're gonna try to pick him off twice. All right. So the point of all this is, does that not just seem like a lot of moving parts? Yes. To baseball. Yeah. Yes, it does. And what is the reason for all of this? Let's just boil it down. They want more runs scored. They want more runs scored for they, who? Everybody. How's this being driven? This is being driven by who? By the fans, by the almighty dollar, because the fans, when they come to see baseball, they don't want to see a zero-zero. What do they want to see? You want to see home runs. You want to see, like, you know, whatever. And I guess that's my point this morning. So, guys, let's take a look at Proverbs chapter 16, verse 8. Um, and then the other one is Psalm Thirty-seven, sixteen. This is not a highly technical. I, I, we're easing back on the podcast here. I'm going to be very gracious to everybody here. Not a lot of deep thinking going on. Proverbs, here. Proverbs, sixteen, 16 eight. eight. Actually, it's just the first three words. <laughs> and Psalm thirty-seven, sixteen. Okay. And so, who'd like to read? I guess we can read the whole proverb there. Proverbs sixteen, eight. I'll read it. Okay. Uh, better a little with righteousness than great income with injustice. Right, okay. 
And so, again, we're not talking about that it's bad to have more, but we live in a world that more is always better. And my whole point today is the world we live in today has just become a very complicated place. All right, so I want you guys to go to your work or, your, or, or business or things you go and say, what's something that you observe at work or something you see you go, this is just a whole lot more complicated than it needs to be. Does anything come to mind? I know I'm putting you. I know I'm putting you on the spot. We haven't. T- it's been two months, and we're kind of shaking the cobwebs off here today. What are some things, or maybe in life, you go, "Why is this?" And, and the coffee was a perfect example. The guy just said, "Listen, you should just be able to walk in and get a cup of coffee." You I have a you life got one? example. All right, good. Taxes. Ooh. The IRS already knows what you make. Mm-hmm. So why do we need to jump through a million hoops to? tell them what we already or what they already know <laughs> what they could literally just send you an email and say hey guess what you owe us this much uh-huh okay that's a, that's a that's a great one you know you know that yeah you're right i've often wondered that our tax system is like a whole lot more complicated than what it appears to be if there's some tax account out there that can come sit in and do a podcast some, sometime and help us understand that yeah yeah. What Somebody comes out there can make it plain <clears throat> as day. Uh-huh. Make it make sense. That would be great. That would be great too. Okay. What, what comes to mind to me is the very distinct difference between an older car and the newer stuff. Oh, good one. Uh, I, I like working on my older stuff, but I have actually trying to sell now this newer truck just because anytime I've tried to work on anything on it, it's they basically make it so you have to be a technician. Right. With the entire instruction manual and hours of your time to get anything done. It's a mess under there. Mm-hmm. The, everything is just way over-engineered, and they make everything electronic. Mm-hmm. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a engine person, but I do remember back in the 50s and 60s, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it about you could almost go sit inside your engine and work on it? Just yeah. Just kind of sit Basically. in there and work yeah. on it. You didn't even have to pull the engine or whatever. You gotta... It's It's gotten to a point, that, to simplify it's gotten to a point where, like, Older trucks and stuff with basic maintenance, you'll see those things go for hundreds of thousands of miles well taken care of. Right. A new truck's going to die in 10 years because all the everything is controlled by a computer and the computer's not going to make it that far. Right. <laughs> it's a, electronics just don't survive that long. Right. That's a great one. Those are two really good illustrations. Kenny, you got something in your world? You go, this is a whole lot more complicated than what it needs to be. <clears throat> yeah, I got nothing. got nothing. I took your sports analogy. That's to me is, is, is like, because, um, you know, I'm a purist when it comes to sports. And I just think we have way too many rules in, in sports where we accommodate the fan we're trying to make. I remember one year um, I coached a little league team and we had all kinds of rules. You know, you couldn't lead off, couldn't steal, couldn't blah, 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 whatever. We went to a tournament and we didn't have all those goofy rules. And we just got smoked because our kids all of a sudden – you know, the guy's on first, he takes off and goes steal second. Everybody's going, wait a minute, you can't do that. Well, yeah, that's baseball. That's, 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 that's baseball. And so I guess the point here is the Bible just talks about nothing wrong with having stuff, but it says in, in Proverbs 16, 8, better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice, it, you know. There's nothing wrong with having game, but many times it just really just makes it a whole lot more complicated. All right, so take a look at Psalm 37. It says the same thing. 
37. 37, 16. Who'd like to read? 37, 16. Yeah, who'd like to read? I can get it. Okay. The little that the righteous person has is better than the abundance of many wicked people. Right, okay. And so, again, that's the whole point of this. Less sometimes is more. Now, let's take that to our Christian lives, and let's just say, to me, what is one area that has just exploded that's a time-sucking... <laughs> um, can't tell you about giving away the answer. Device that just complicates our world. Uh, phone. Yeah, yeah. Now, is is the cell phone inherently evil? What's the answer? No, no. No, it's neutral. It's like a gun. It's like anything else. It's how you use it. But... What has happened is our lives have just become increasingly more complicated because of our phones. And everybody, you, if you could see the nods around the room, everybody's going, yep, yep. So the question to that is, what are we going to do about it? So here is my uh, challenge to not only us here in the room, but also to all of our listeners. What's the way that you can do less with your phone? So let's just think about that for a second. Is there something that comes to your mind to say, uh, and I'll, I'll start it off by saying, sometimes I'm just going to go outside and mow the grass, but, but what do I do? I go find my phone. Now, is there anything wrong with putting the phone in with me? But if it rings, am I going to hear it? No. <laughs> Probably no. not at all. Okay, am I really that important? <laughs> really that important <clears throat> that... Somebody needs to get a hold of me while I'm on the more. What's the answer? No, I'm not at all. I am not that important. Okay? And so I've been using, and it's a little thing, but it's almost like i got to have my phone with me. I have to have my phone with me because blah, 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 whatever. So I have intentionally been leaving my phone put away and not taking it with me. And there is great freedom in that, to not be tethered to that phone because if I'm tethered to that phone what do I have a tendency to do if I have it with me look at it play yeah okay and again there's nothing wrong with that but is it a time-sucking device (laughs) that maybe just makes my life a little more complicated all right so anything else you guys can think about (laughs) as far as your phone and technology um, what are some ways that we could help our listeners or ourselves say less is more? Well, I'll use something that you've said before, Steve. Okay. Um, I hope it's good. With the amount of time you spend on your phone or watching TV or whatever, spend an equal amount of time in the Ooh, good idea. So if you spend an hour on your phone, then turn around and spend an hour in the Bible. Right, before you give yourself any more phone time or whatever. Right, exactly. Good, good. Anybody else? Those are two really good ones. They took, they took the they took the good ones, right? That's yep. what you guys are saying. <laughs> I'd say just with being better weather, just get back out. Like that's for me is living in an apartment. It's through the winter. You're stuck in an apartment, but now right. it's good weather, and I'm back out doing things like dirt biking and whatnot that right. I like to do. You get out, and when you're on a dirt bike, you're certainly not checking your phone. <laughs> right. True. Right. I it's guess that. Hard. I guess that's the level of intentionality is, is that. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong having your phone with you. Have, you know, if you've got an emergency, if you're expecting a call, I get, I get all that. But just kind of weaning ourselves off of that because like all the rules in baseball, 
all the millions of flavors of coffee. What's where's the one fast food where you can get pop like in about every imaginable? Um, you can get Coke with you know they got the buttons. And you just Mostly the I buttons. see yeah movie theaters. Oh yeah, okay, maybe it's movie lot. theater. You can, you can yeah, just put your cup or Wendy's. Wendy's. Wendy's will do it. Oh Wendy's is that the one? Yeah. I think most places are starting to get them now. Yeah, Five right. Guys has them too. Do you yeah. want your Coke with lime with orange? Right, whatever. You whatever. Can think of? <laughs> right, whatever. And I'm just saying that maybe. We and this leads a whole nother. Well, look at Philippines. We'll end with we'll end with this one. Philippians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Philippians chapter four, verse twelve and thirteen. We'll end with this one. Who like to read? Who's turn? Who hasn't read yet? Kenny, have you hadn't read yet? Uh, I have not. All right. I'm going to read Philippians four verses twelve and thirteen. I know, I know both how to make do with little, and I know how to make do with a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content, whether well fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need. I am able to do all things through Him who strengthens me. Right. And so, if our listeners are saying, "What's wrong with having money?" The answer is nothing. Now, Paul says, listen, I've learned contentment whether i got a whole bunch or whether i got enough. So maybe it's an issue of contentment as well. So I guess the whole point of this podcast, we kind of get back into the swing of things, is sometimes less is more. Any final thoughts or comments? It's yeah. good to get the band back together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kenny, Aiden, Josiah, Spash, Steve, don't forget, Jesus loves you and so, so do we. So do we. Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.